Hello and welcome to The Pound in Your Pocket, the weekly business and finance news briefing for students. I'm Luke Brown, and these were the main stories this week. US conglomerate General Electric revealed plans to split into three separate companies. UK supermarket M&S reported a jump in profits between April and October, with food sales increasing by over 10% post-lockdown. And UK carmaker Rolls-Royce received £450 million in funding from private investors and the UK government to build small nuclear reactors as part of the UK's Green Industrial Revolution. Conglomerates are big, sprawling companies which work across many industries. General Electric has long been the conglomerate, with businesses in energy, aviation, weapons manufacturing and more, and was once the most valuable company in the world. But that's all about to change. On Tuesday, the company announced that it will split itself up into three separate companies. One will focus on healthcare, one on energy, and the third on aviation. Larry Culp, General Electric CEO, said, By creating three industry-leading global public companies, each can benefit from greater focus, tailored capital allocation, and strategic flexibility to drive long-term growth and value for customers, investors, and employees. In other words, we'll make more money because we won't be one company trying to do everything anymore. Investors were thrilled. General Electric share price, the price to buy one share in the company, and an indicator of how investors are feeling, shot up by 10% shortly after the shakeup was announced. But the move also raises doubts over the viability of the conglomerate business model, which was popular for decades. Maybe you can be too general. Maybe sometimes things just are too big to handle. Marks and Sparks. That's how many Britons still affectionately refer to the premium supermarket chain Marks and Spencers, or M&S. And M&S certainly made some sparks and set up some sparks this week, after reporting that its profits between April and October shot up by almost 18%. The company said that stronger food sales following the end of the latest lockdowns, up by 10.4%, gave a helpful leg up for their profits. Clothing and homeware sales dropped slightly, but sales overall were up by over 17%. However, M&S was cautious on these results. It warned that it will face higher costs in transporting goods around the country and into its shops due to worker shortages, especially the ongoing lorry driver shortage. M&S thinks this crisis will get worse before it gets better. But investors were having none of this gloominess. M&S's share price rose by 20% in a day, an impressive increase which even helped the whole index of the London Stock Exchange as part of the FTSE 250 rise in value by 0.34% on Thursday. With Christmas just around the corner, M&S can expect high food sales to continue, but it recognises the challenges ahead, and it's ready to mark and spark anything that gets in its way. Former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair once joked that running the country is like being in the seat of a Rolls-Royce car, but not having the key to start it. Such is the gleaming reputation of UK carmaker Rolls-Royce. But it has veered away from cars in recent times, and this week chose the nuclear option. Private investors gave £195 million to fund Rolls-Royce's plans to build as many as 16 so-called small modular reactors, small nuclear power stations. The UK government, impressed by this, handed over an additional £210 million. Nuclear power, especially cheaper and quicker nuclear power, fits into the government's plan for a green industrial revolution. The UK has cut its carbon emissions quicker than any other developed country so far, but, like everyone else, 
it has further to go. And if you want to cut carbon emissions, nuclear power is certainly a good way to do that. Of course, it comes with drawbacks. Disposing of toxic nuclear waste is expensive, controversial. People also worry about nuclear meltdowns making areas inhospitable to humans. But the government and private investors are keen on Rolls-Royce's plan. The UK hasn't had much success with nuclear power stations in the past, with underinvestment and costly overruns typical of the British nuclear experience. So can Rolls-Royce, unlike Tony Blair all those years ago, find the key to get things on the road? That's the latest this week. You can follow The Pound in Your Pocket on Twitter and LinkedIn, where you can share your thoughts on the podcast. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Join me next Sunday for your weekly business and finance news briefing. Thank you.